goes. Thank you to part two of the uh, week 13 of the Coming out of him everywhere tonight, <laughs> isn't there? Yeah, so um, before I press record, I just let out a massive belch. Um, You've been farting the entire podcast. It's been wonderful. Yeah, I've, um, I've had a, I've had a, an eventful time uh, getting here today. It took me three hours to get uh, to... Uh, About 15 miles. 15 miles. Yeah. Um, I wait. It took me two hour, two hours to get the final mile. Yeah. That's the thing that annoys me. So uh, you're lucky we're here at all today. But um, yeah, I've just been sat in the car, farting away. <laughs> um, very little else to do. Um, just drilling it into the seats. Yeah. Um, but on that bombshell, <laughs> bombshell, bombshell. Um, <laughs> Should we? Uh, Should we move on? So not on team talk. Very quick. Very simple. I, we're we're going to do some predictions, uh, so to top and tail the show, for me, I want to know who's your MVP are going to be for the regular season, Paul, four inches. Drew Brees. Drew Brees. I'm going to pick mine, Russell Wilson. For, oh, this is so difficult. Uh, I'm going to say Carson Wentz. For the regular season. For the regular season. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what we're predicting. Um, yeah, I think um, when we mentioned it at half season, um, we, I, I think I went with Wentz. But at the time, I just forgot Russell Wilson, who we'll get into later. But uh, I, I, I now think the CS or Seahawks will make the playoffs. And that is only because of one man. Yeah. I think for me, for Philadelphia, it came and went. (laughs) (laughs) Shall I leave now? (laughs) That's almost as bad as my Funches joke, that is. Um, Okay, so... We we said we would... Let's go offensive rookie of the year. Kamara. I can't go for anyone other than Alvin Kamara. I think it's a a full sweep. Um, Griff... Uh, I asked the question. He went with Deshaun Kaiser. Wow, him and him and Chase have been spending some time together. They yeah, have, they have. Chase went with Kenny Britt. And That's like, Kenny Britt. He's not even a rookie. I was like, no, no. He was like, don't Steve. Don't but um, yeah, he went with uh, Kenny Britt. I thought so. he went with Mari Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he just uh, he just no, no one's that mad. <laughs> Kenny Britt's the sensible choice yeah, out he, of those two. He just says his name, that name in his sleep, as a. Uh, uh, he dreams of sweet, sweet Amari. But defensive rookie of the year. Anyone got a pick? I've gone. I, I'm, I'm going to stick with who I went with earlier. I'm going to say Marshall Lattimore. I'm going to go for Marshall Lattimore also. Yeah, I think it's a clean sweep. Uh, yeah, I think I think it's a shame for players such as Ruben Foster, yep. who, who haven't been fit. Um, Garrett Garrett hasn't been fit since he's been back looks great yeah. Foster upped his tackle count this week Solomon Thomas has looked pretty decent right. as Solomon well great, um, yeah. so there are other people out there but they're playing in teams that are having a tough time as well so um, it's hard to pick defensive player of the year from the Browns or the Niners yeah. even though they might be great players I mean TJ Watt's coming in as well TJ Watt is yeah. also a shout yeah, owned Julio a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, but yeah, I just I really like that more. So uh, I think what we've what we've deduced here is that the the Saints can can pick a rookie. So um, we've gone yeah, what we've, what we've gone with offensive coordinator. So, so I've MVP and I've, I've gone for offensive Saints coordinator, offensive MVP, offensive MVP, defensive MVP, and, and MVP. You, you've gone with. I've gone, of the year away, I've gone yeah. for a full sweep of the Saints. Yeah. Full sweep of the Saints, wow. So, next question, John. Yeah, and I'm all about these MPVs, John. <laughs> MPVs. Um, Multi-personal vehicles. That's right. I yeah. love them. They no, love we'll, them in the US. We'll, we'll, pick, we'll pick the, the other ones later. We'll top and tail the show with our picks. Okay. Um, okay. So, let's get into the rest of the games. So, first one up, we'll have Tampa Bay 20, Green Bay Packers 26, um, how bad is this Bucks team? How if they lose to lose to this Green Bay team? Yeah, I mean, how bad are both of these teams? Um, at least Green Bay can say we lost Rogers. So, yeah. um, and and ex- you know, etc. Yeah. and etc. and all of our running backs yes. as well. Although it does seem to have helped them find one. They have they they have two um, 
So Williams, 21 rushes for 113 yards and a touchdown. And then Aaron, Aaron Jones came in for his only rush of the game, 20 yards and an overtime touchdown to win the game. Yeah, which ended my playoff, well, potentially ended up my fantasy playoff hopes with Jim, you know, yeah. 16 points there. Um, so I've got to beat Chase this week, which I know that at least nine people in the league are hoping I do that. But yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, it's a bad month. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get into, we can get into fantasy later because uh, if it, uh, we can talk about Oh, faux pas. I mean, I'm still live, trying to live down my Tywood Taylor. I got the most points in the league. No, I got the second most points yeah. in the league. Yeah, I lost it. Like, the most I think the thing is, this, you know, it was about the Packers' defence mainly and the running game. Because yeah. Hunley threw for 84 yards, ran for 66. Booed by his own fans. Yeah, pretty terrible. And he cannot find Jordy Nelson. No. <laughs> Jordan Nelson's on my bench and that's killed my fantasy season it's just absolutely killed it 17 yards 17 yards to Jordy Nelson what is wrong with this bloke yeah just it's Jordan Nelson's awesome I'm now on my fourth Cronenberg so the anger is starting and that's not an advertising ploy we are not sponsored by Cronenberg but but, other beers are available other beers well no there's gin available mainly but there are there are other alcoholic drinks available in the doghouse but we we are looking for sponsors so uh, Cronenberg if you're listening uh, if you're listening we'd love to have you on board um Mercedes, Mercedes. We all would like a Mercedes, so uh, we'll, we'll shill your products. Come on board. I'd quite happily have been sponsored by Poundland. Yeah, yeah. I just don't. I don't want to be one of those at the podcast that is sponsored by a, a shaving company. That like I listen to quite a lot of podcasts. They're all sponsored by True like, Car Harry, True Car Harry's razors, and uh, I can't remember what they're called. There's di- very varying razors. You, so I think you know, we're going to be charging you too much for years. Yeah. Do, do you know what? I listen we're to one be... podcast. Oh, and it's this one. <laughs> I listen <laughs> to see how bad it is. So yeah, I listen to a lot, and they're all sponsored by shaving companies. So we uh, we are sponsored by beards. It's cold. Grow a beard. Um, it's like Minnesota in here. Yeah, it's not actually. It's not that bad. But okay, uh, let's go toasty in the doghouse. Actually, I just meant for facial hair. Yeah, yeah. Winston was back this week, and he did all right. Um, 21 of 32, 270 yards, two touchdowns, both to Cameron Brait. Um, no, but he's no Fitzpatrick, though, is he? Let's be fair. He also um, uh, Lowry got a 62-yard touchdown return off of Jameis from a very simple pick. Um, as well, how many different receivers did they use this week? The Bucks from four. Ten. Paul, have you just looked that up? That's right, yeah. Yeah, ten. They used ten receivers this week. That is a lot. That is a lot. They used ten receivers and they had, um, including Jameis, there was five runners. Really? So they're trying to use the entire squad now to just test it out for next year. Yeah. That would, that would be what my assumption is from well, that, is that they are just going to go, right, let's look well, at everybody. Out of it. Let's so, look at everybody. Yeah. So at least, you know, that, that shows that they're doing something productive for when they get rid of their head coach and bring in <laughs> a new one. Well, you know, how it keeps being asked, how set are these, are they on Winston? Well, I, I said that, didn't I? And, yeah, um, and he's not, I keep seeing it on Twitter. People saying, you know, how set are they? Yeah, it's, it's not like you've got a quarterback who's played in the Super Bowl hanging about in free agency. Well, yeah, exactly. Um, but I think they will stick with Winston. I just, I just put it out there last week because he hasn't done enough this year to go with his superstar billing. And no. as much as you can dislike Cam Newton, which we all know that John does, you know, I'm a big fan myself, but we know John... John really dislikes Cam Newton, but um, he does have superstar performances, whether we want to say it or we don't want to say it. Every three to four weeks, he does something that just makes you go, I really hate him, but yeah. what am I supposed to say other than that's pretty That's pretty amazing? Jameis very rarely does these things. But you take Mike Evans out of that receiving core, what have they got? Deshaun Jackson's all right. Do you want me to name the other nine? Deshaun Jackson was good five years ago. Yeah. You can, well, of course, you've got Deshaun Jackson, Karen Drake, Sims, Sims, Barber, 
Barber, the running back, yeah. But um, 102 yards for Barber today. No, not, not uh, this weekend. Yeah, so killed me, killed me. If you've got Doug Martin, uh, you might be a bit concerned for future weeks. Cause so, I had Doug Martin, so I thought I'd do the sensible thing, because he's out with concussion. I'll pick up Wickies, who I had at the start of the season, yeah. who did okay for me until Doug Martin came in. Yeah, how did, how did uh, Rogers do? Three attempts, 25 yards. So, one decent run in there. But, yeah, Barber, where did he come from? 102 yards on 23 attempts. Yeah, 41 yards receiving as well. It's just, that's absolutely killed me. Yeah. What, what is going on with you wackies? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, sure un- I'm sure he's listening. It's unacceptable. That is an unacceptable performance. Well, take this to Bruxarians. I think this is going to go as yeah. well as when I emailed he's my... Uh, emailed, uh, emailed the 49 about my, uh, my opponent shirt. I think it's going to go... <laughs> About as well as that. Well, um, yeah, sorry, Dirk Cutter. I don't know. Um, so, but, um, well, yeah, they think that Cutter's going to get cut. Yeah. It does seem like a team that's... End of the season, he's gone. Um, can't wait for the end of the season, really. Um, well, they were on all or nothing, weren't they? At the beginning of the season? Hard knocks. Hard knocks, my mistake. Because I was going to say, this yeah. is this I've been watching it on um, Sky Sports Mix, and it's still quite fun. Uh, but, um, yeah... Yeah, the season can't cut. The season can't end quick enough well, for both these teams. That, I was watching the NFL America's game. I was watching the 2011 Giants and just crying. <laughs> well, we'll get into. <laughs> I can't wait so till we good. get to the Giants. But let's move on to, to Griff Tetons against um, uh, Texans. Sachi, do you know what Savage? The last few weeks isn't looking that bad. No, but I want. I wouldn't want him for my t- my own team. That sounds a bit generous. But 365 yards, a touchdown. He also had an interception. Um, he also he found a he got it connected with our new favourite player um, Anderson for a touchdown. Hello, Mrs. Anderson. Hello, Mrs. Anderson, who <laughs> liked who liked our tweet about him uh, this week. So that, uh, that, that's his mother, not his wife. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So hello, Mummy Anderson. Apparently, uh. Uh, he gave her the ball after after the touchdown. So oh, that was his first touchdown. But l- looking at her looking at her Twitter feed, it looks like anybody who says anything positive about her son, she likes. So we love him on this podcast. Yeah, I only heard him this weekend, but yeah, either way, um, I think if you look at the difference between the Texans with Deshaun Watson and the Texans with Savage when they played the Titans, how many points did they score against the Titans earlier this year? Uh, 40? 57. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you see, my fantasy team has turned to garbage since I lost to Sean Watson. Um, yeah, that did, that, you did ride to Sean Watson for a while, little while, didn't you, John? <laughs> didn't you just? <laughs> well, was that the most enjoyable time of your year when you were riding to Sean Jackson? Yeah, Sean I, Watson. You, Jackson or Watson. I think he had a ride on both. I have actually um, any Deshaun's out there John is happy to apart from you. Kaiser uh, I'm not that's, touching that's him about Deshaun isn't it Deshaun you know you can't spell Deshaun right then I'm not I'm not, I'm <laughs> I'm not interested um, but yeah after after I picked up David Johnson uh, in the draft uh, he lasted did last a half and then suddenly Deshaun Watson became awesome I was like do you know what I'm a fantasy genius and then he got injured and uh, there's only one fantasy genius here yeah, thank you. And it's you this week, Paul. It, it, I was very close to yeah. Bringing in Bilal Powell was the turnaround for me. That is never the mark of a fantasy genius. <laughs> I fucking hate Bilal. Yeah, oh, I think watching. I know we'll get to the Giants game, but what <laughs> the first f bomb you've thrown? Because of Bilal Powell. If people keep throwing Bilal Powell out there, I can't. There, I, can't I even resisted Cam Newton in part yeah, one. I know. I think it shows you the, the effect fantasy has. Because I know we'll get to the Giants game, but watching Lynch so early in the game just speed through, I was like, oh, oh, oh shit, that's my team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, that was my first but, but yeah, no, look, you know, the Titans um, or the Tetons. Tetons were. You know, disappointing again, I think, really. You know, that, that is a Texas team that they should have been completely drubbing. And Mariota, I'm going to keep going back to this. I don't think he can pass the ball. 15 from 23 attempts, 150 yards, and one touchdown. 
So that touchdown was Delaney Walker. Yeah. So great player. He is a great player. He, yeah. He's come out saying that he's uh, underestimated. Uh, I'll, I'll, you know, not by us. I think maybe we, by me. Oh, I've never been a massive fan. I, I talked him down at the start of the season. I'm quite happy to admit that he was underestimated in our fantasy league. I picked him up off the free agency. Yeah, yeah. he was injured though. But um, yeah, I just think. You know, Griff made a very broad statement last week where he said if the Seahawks didn't have Wilson and they had Mariota, there would be no difference. That has got to be literally one of the most crazy statements we have ever heard in the history of (laughs) NFL, you know, because that is just not comparable. And yes, he scores running touchdowns. And yes, he he does pass from outside uh, outside of the pocket, but he is not the same player. And he won't be the same player, and uh, I'm I'm not convinced by him. I have to admit, I'm, I might just be me. He's got no. some talents, but they need to. He's I said it at the start of the season. They need to make him stand still and throw the ball. I, I completely agree, and I think the backup tight end for the Tetons is how I feel about Mariota. Super nah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. He's not a terrible player. He's not. There are much worse quarterbacks out there. I'm not saying that. But I think people that compare him to some of the best quarterbacks in the league are a little bit he's not elite. He's not elite. He's not, he's not elite. For me, Russell Wilson is... Um, Franchise quarterback. And I would not swap him for Mariota. And I don't think Mariota's going to get close. Um, but this is a team that's probably heading to but the... But that, that, that was a great win for the Tetons yeah. in terms of getting it done... Both them and the Jags at eight and four. We'll come on to the Jags next, but so important, so close in that division. Yeah, one of the tightest divisions we've got. And out it might there. come down to the final game, when which, they play which would be great. You know, um, would be really great. Um, so yeah, but let's yeah, let's move on because um, I don't really want to discuss those teams anymore. Um, Colts ten, Jaguars thirty, and um, Bortles. Looking all right this game. Fucking what a man! I tell you, <laughs> I think time man of the year. So you know, <laughs> so Trump's been told he's not getting it. He's thrown a bit of a hissy fit, and he's thrown even more of a hissy fit because he's been told Blake Bortles is going to be time man of the year. Um, Twenty six, thirty five from thirty five attempts, three hundred nine yards, two touchdowns, and two both those touchdowns happened in the first half, didn't they? Yeah. So. Blake, what a man, honestly. I think I'm falling more in love every week. Because, you know, what did Eli do this week? He did nothing. Um, Eli did nothing, which we'll come on to, which is just, just hilarious. Yeah, but but that's like saying that Bortles did better than Brett Favre this week. Look, I, I, I think, you know, so most of you will realise... He, be- he did better than Brady this week. He did better than Brady. He did better than most people in the league yeah, this week. Brady wasn't playing Look, the goal. The thing is, for Bortles... No picks. The thing is for Bortles, nobody gives him any credit. If he does what we want him to do and doesn't pass the ball too much and manages the game properly and gives the ball to the running back, then everyone says, well, it's got nothing to do with Bortles. If he has to try and come back in the game and he throws a pick because he's trying to come back, everyone says, oh yeah, yeah, Bortles is terrible. The guy can't bloody win. So I think we're all being a bit harsh. No, yeah. you're all being a bit harsh. I think I'm right. <laughs> I think I think everyone else is wrong, um, and um, and Bortles is better than we give him credit for. You know, he played in a in a developing Jags team for the first two years in his NFL career. Now he's not getting hit as much. I, I still think the O line needs work, but because their defense is so good, he is not chasing games. How many times? And I, I get that Brady and Breeze can do these fourth quarter comebacks. They are special players. Yeah. And I'm not saying Bortles is a special player, but he can. You just said he was going to be time man of the year. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I know, but that's just, you know, that's it's not just based on his on his passing. Ability. That shows you this year's gone to shit. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if it was between Trump and Bortles, who are you voting for? Because... Brendan you know, Bortles. I, I love, I love those, you know, that... that but Bortles that, facts. That Bortles facts that came out the other day with the, with the, 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 the sort of... Um, the poll of just options of Blake Bortles. Yeah. Same thing, you know. If you had to choose between Blake Bortles or Donald Trump winning Time Man of the Year, who would you choose? President Bortles. Bortles. Well, there you go, Bortles, Time Man of the Year. Well, Time Man of the Year is released tomorrow, so we wait with bated breath to see if it is Blake Bortles. <laughs> um, I'll be furious if it's not. Um, 
to be fair to him, from the, in the first half alone, 14 of 20 for 157 yards, two touchdowns. Um, okay, how many touchdown passes has Bortles thrown this year? I'm going to say... Go on. Uh, yeah. I'm going to go with 10. I'm going to go with loads. I want a number, Paul. 14. Exactly 14. Well done. Uh, now, give me your iPad, because I want you to now, now tell me how many interceptions he's had. Eight. It is eight. Paul's already looked, yeah. so I was, was going to go about but, seven. So It's, it's a, not a bad record, really. Um, well, they've got a great big massive running back yeah. in, in Leonard Fournette, who went for another 57 yards and another touchdown. So... I think we can't give Bortles enough credit here. You've got four receivers who've got over 45 yards. Yep. It's so, it's so, so refreshing to have this Bortles loving <laughs> and not have, not have Griff the other side of the table just going, nah, Bortles is terrible, isn't he, Gary? I mean, it's he, just refreshing. It, here you go. It's, it's different. I'm going to give you that. Um, but, yeah, would, would Eli have done any better this week? No. There you go. Um, but the Colts, look, I still like... Um, I still like Jacoby Brissett. I, like I think Brissett. he's a good player, um, the, but that team is struggling. Um, and against any decent team, they will lose. Oh yeah! So they're only going to be in the game if if it's not against a terrible team. Um, nice touchdown by uh, Hilton. Um, that, that's a team just playing for stats. So I've got one for you. <laughs> <laughs> of course you have. That's a great link. I like that. Yeah, mm. please that. Um, Frank Gore is now fifth on the all-time rushing list. Yeah, yes. I saw that. Yeah. So he's not that far behind fourth now either, is he? No, no, not at all. And of the top 12 runners, only him and Adrian Peterson aren't in the Hall of Fame. And he's passed some great players, Jerome Bettis and Ladanian Tomlinson. He's yeah, it was Tomlinson he went past this week, yes. wasn't it? Yeah, he's gone past the bus. Yeah. It, well, I can't think who's next for him. But and I drive through quite a few cities in the UK. It's really hard to pass a bus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, Frank Gore, you know, he was. He's just one of those one of those players who's just been around so long. He stayed fit, yeah, um, and he's just been consistent. He's always churned the yards. So his thirteenth um, season. He's he's hardly ever even been in sort of Pro Bowl um, contention. But um, I think again, he's someone who's been a bit undervalued. He will be a Hall of Famer, yeah, clearly, much, obviously, yeah. you know. But. Um, I think you know he hasn't won enough, and that and that's that's the reason why he's never really been yeah. celebrated. Nine thousand yard rushing seasons. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, that is absolutely insane. Seventy-seven touchdowns in his career. Well, yeah. Well, um, but apart from that, they didn't have a lot going. There's did they? not really much else on that Colts uh, team. No. I was, at the start of the season, I was really hoping to see Mac develop into a sort of replacement for. For um, for Gore, I but think he's, he did okay. Six, six he's not really for forty-six yards. That's not bad. That's that's a good. That's a but good it's average. Fairly hit and miss with Mac. It's, it is. It, it is. But when you've got Frank Gore there and he's getting sixty percent of the or seventy yeah. percent of the snaps, then it's difficult. I think it's a, still a good learning year for him. I yeah. can't imagine Gore's going to play much longer still. And that's it. It's, it's his rookie season. Next year yeah. we'll see return of the Mac. <laughs> oh, please oh. tell me you've got that music it's one of my favourite songs absolutely not no. no oh my god sack um, him sack him well let's move on to Cleveland against the Los Angeles Chargers the Chargers won let's move on Browns yeah. uh, of shit yeah 10 of uh, 19 just to say oh, bear with me <laughs> Keenan Allen this is smooth Paul yeah I'm, I'm well fucking smooth and Keenan Allen uh, superb yeah so like we touched on it last week Keenan Allen great player and it's, it is good to see that he is being utilised properly now um, so um, definitely pleased with that are you, are you ready for first a first player uh, in the last uh... Gordon played for the Browns and did alright didn't he he did um, <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Actually, um, that, that, that amount of anticipation was really not worth it. Joe, he got 85 yards uh, this week. He didn't. He, he dropped a few. They threw the ball to him, but all the time. time. But um, 
there's only one other player who's got more than 85 yards this season against the Chargers, and that's Beckham. Uh, so yeah, he's um, he hasn't played for three years. Um, bringing him back is going to help Kaiser so much because that there's no one else, and he's only 26. Despite Brits, uh, you know, claims to be waste, isn't it? What yeah. a waste of talent. Oh yeah, um, yes, yeah, Keenan Allen. Uh, yeah, let's get back to your stature. First player with over 10 catches, 100, and 100 yards, and a touchdown in three straight games. First player to do that in over 15 years. Wow. He is uh, lights out, and he's the, a huge reason why... Uh, uh, why they're why back into form, definitely. Yeah, Rivers, 31 of 44, 344 yards, and a touchdown to Keenan Allen. And he's quite happy because it wasn't a clutch game. Yep. Um, as well, Gordon got 77 yards, so they can also run it. But he's uh, playing the Browns if it's a clutch game. Yeah, but the Browns have had a few close games this year, haven't they? Their defence is one of their better better things, surprisingly. Yeah, um, no, honestly. Yeah, they're all right. Steelers, you know, and um, some close games. If you, if you are in need of streaming a, qu- uh, a tight end, and Joku scored again, you know, he's very hit and miss, but, you know, at this point in the season. It was a good touchdown. Good touchdown. Uh, and Kaiser, you know, young rookie quarterback, you know, if he's not going to throw to Gordon, he will look for the tight end. So, just saying. Um um, as well, um, Hugh Jackson has said that their first pick will probably be a quarterback. Poor Deshaun Kaiser. So, um, but there is time for Kaiser to play himself into contention for next year. But um, you know, who uh, the Browns got next week? The Browns are at home to the Packers. That could be the Browns' win of the year. Well, yeah, potentially they've got a decent defense against a quarterback who can't. Yeah, that'll be a close is, game, I think. Yeah, it might be quite a... Yeah, that, that would be some Christmas present beating the Packers. How many kickers have the Chargers had? Two. They had two, was it, start of the year? And then... Because didn't they have... Um, did they have Novak? So it's just... I, I, the guy who did their kicking for them this game, I, I haven't seen him before. Who is it? Coons? Yeah, he's new. He is new. Um, I can't. Yeah, was it Novak? I don't know. I definitely had Nick Novak at one point. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, it's just yeah, it's just interesting. No, I think they dropped him as well. Clearly not that interesting. No, I mean <laughs> bad podcasting. But. <laughs> <laughs> um, as well, just say they follow the, that game. Then they play. Let's have a look who they've got the week after. Baltimore Ravens at home, so that's a loss. Um, then the Bears in Chicago, which is never fun. But if they win, they win in Cleveland. They win in Cleveland, yeah. um, and then end it uh, against the Steelers in yeah. in Pittsburgh. Yeah. So, but let's move on. We spend far too long on Cleveland. Uh, Rams thirty-two, Cardinals sixteen. Rams uh, just getting it done. Yeah, as I've said from the beginning, the Rams are going to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> I think this is just this is just showing it. Well, we, we mentioned um, uh, Gore earlier. Just mentioned Fitzgerald. Um, he passed Isaac Bruce for fourth on the uh, all-time receiving list. Uh, he's now fifteen thousand two hundred and sixty-seven yards. He's had one thousand two hundred career receptions. What two other players are on that list? Um, Rice. Yeah. Randy Moss? No. You saw him earlier. Not in here, but on Madden. Well, I can't remember some old bloke on Madden. Who... Tony Gonzalez. Ah, yeah, he was all right. But that's pretty good company to be in. Yeah. No, he's he's super, and he's playing and play another year. So um, he, you know, he's not he's not going to catch uh, number one and two, but. He may get up to third. It's definitely not catching number one. No. <laughs> That's just impossible. No, no one is ever catching no. number one. Uh, Gabbert, 18 of 32, 221 yards, a touchdown and two interceptions. He was also sacked six times. So um, we got the Gabbert we had in San Francisco. Yeah. Is what I think I, I put, didn't I? And the, the Rams, Aaron Donald is just phenomenal. Yes, is two sacks as well, so... 
um, the, I think you know you have to give credit to the Rams, both their defense and their offense. Yeah, you know Gurley topped their receiving and rushing yards, so he had a really quiet year last year. This year, that you know that is he's just been superb. I know he didn't go in for any touchdowns this week, but. You know, Seventy-four yards and eighty-four yards receiving. Yeah, he is, uh, and Cup bit, over the last three or four weeks seems to have really come back into the attack, which I think makes him more balanced. So, out of the wide receivers, he was the more, um, more. T- well, he had the most receptions, five for sixty-eight yards, and I think that allows Watkins to be freer for the key plays. Yeah. So, touchdown, thirty-eight yards, only three receptions, but. We see this sometimes. We see the same thing with Julio. They draw a lot of attention, superb wide receivers. And I think actually bringing Cup back in to play a more major role has been quite important. And actually since they've done that, they tend to get closer to their their sort of 30 points, 30 to 33 points. And when they do that, obviously it's very difficult with most teams to live with them, especially against that Rams defence. So I think that's been quite important. And I think Goff... You know, just wow. They've just done a great job with Goff. Um, yes, he does throw the odd interception, but I don't know what his ratio is for the year, but he has thrown a lot more touchdowns oh, than God, interceptions. Yeah. He must have only thrown maybe six interceptions against maybe 18 to 20 touchdowns, I would guess. I don't know. I don't have the stats, but I, that's I, I, I will get the stats. Well, 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 we'll also mention uh, Greg the Leg. Um, he got his 33rd, 34th, 35th and 36th field goal of the season uh, which I think is the most yeah um, he was he was definitely leading the way I think might be the most um, in I think like NFL uh, uh, history for a season he's it's getting the, or by a certain week he's by this week it's he's a terrible t- stat John Paul yeah. you got a better one I'm trying to so Goff last year five touchdowns to seven interceptions this year, 20 touchdowns to 6 interceptions. Well, it wasn't far away, was no, I? Not at all. Not, well, not bad. That's good. He's, 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 it's the turnaround in golf is... Uh, it's not super- a turnaround. It's not a turnaround. That's the wrong word. Because golf only had to come in and play the last yeah. 5 or 6 games last year. Um, and it was an education for golf. And that is what they're reaping the rewards of. It's not a turnaround. It's the wrong thing to say. It's an education, and you're reaping the rewards of that education. Yes. If you invest in an education, kids, it will serve you well. Yep, stay in school. Say no to drugs. Um, <laughs> as well, it keeps... we're off board, aren't we? It keeps them... Reaching tonight. <laughs> it keeps them ahead of the Seahawks um, in playoffs. Um, so, uh, uh, but we're going to get into them very shortly. But first of all... I can't wait for this. New York Giants, 17... Oakland Raiders 24 um, no Crabtree or Cooper for Oakland and for the first half they didn't really look like they could move it but they never really looked like <laughs> they were going to be in much trouble of losing this game um, Lynch's run was quite early though wasn't it oh yeah yeah like first first driver, first drive. I'm sure. Yeah. Fifty one yards. He just ran through the middle of your 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 yep. D line, um, which was beautiful to watch, wasn't it, Paul? It was bittersweet. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But the um, pin of my running core for my fantasy just destroying my. This was a reasonably close game. Yeah, and it, if you look at the scores across each quarter, after the first quarter, it was seven all. Um, the Raiders went up by three points after the second quarter. No points scored at all in the third quarter, and then it was uh, fourteen to ten in the fourth quarter to the Raiders. So, um, so actually, it was reasonably close. But again, it just showed a team taking Eli out. I didn't really understand that. I, have I to didn't really it. understand it, but I will say, Gino, Gino. twenty-one of thirty-four, two hundred and twelve yards, a touchdown. Um, 61.7% passing accuracy is not that dissimilar to Eli. Um, and I'm not going to say that Gino is the same as Eli, but is it a the, the issue is not... It never... Um, but yeah, um, the, uh, the issue is the O-line sucks. Yeah. Um, yeah. that have no receivers apart from Evan Ingram who was superb 
Um, what is the benefit of sacking McAdoo now? Uh, none. It should have been done six weeks ago. Right. Well, you sat here six weeks ago and said, hold on, this is the head coach that was in the playoffs last year. So should it have been done six weeks ago? Because that's not what you the said. The benefit of hindsight, um, you know, we, we, since then, what's happened, you know, that we've had the Rogers Kamati suspended, Jenkins suspended. For, you know, the, the, you mentioned can he, can Shanahan handle the big names? McAdoo seemed like he couldn't handle the big names uh, for our defence. And he's torn apart a defence that has had a lot of money spent on it and now looks, well, it's not bang average, it's awful. Yeah, um, look, you know, I, I, there are reasons. I'm just wondering why now is the right time. Because I think he'd, he'd the fans... Has he lost the fans? Has he lost the, the dressing room? I think it's possibly a combination of all of them. Um, and, yeah, as well, Reese had... Because Gino hasn't done anything so wrong this week to make that the decision that ends his career, is he? I no. Think that and that's my point. No, so it's not... It's not I, I think the fact that the fans are now going to pull it on McAdoo's back that he dropped Eli, but that's not the reason he's been fired. Eli starts this weekend, doesn't he? He does. Yeah. He I does. For his first start... <laughs> starts the streak again. Starts the streak. But if you were Eli, like, would you be there next year? Well, Archie Manning came out and said it just broke his heart. You could see him interviewed last week, and he was on the verge of tears. And I think, all right, I'm going into... I had this set up for my Cleveland friends, and I'm going to go ahead of myself, right? So... 29 games under Ben McAdoo we never scored 30 points yeah in 29 games okay so Eli wasn't doing it 28 of those games Eli started yeah yeah but I, I don't yeah but I don't it's perfectly within his rights to try a different quarterback isn't yeah. it but why would you start why would why you try a quarterback know? who's 12 and 19 because it's hilarious so for me, I'm I'm I'm, com- I'm impressed with McAdoo's commitment to comedy. So <laughs> for me, I, I just I'm going ahead of myself on the Cleveland no, Browns. No, this yeah. was, I was calling this McAdoo about nothing. Yeah, I like that. I heard it earlier, so it's less funny to me. But it just but it's one of his better ones. Oh yeah, you, you look at it right. So I saw like the Dallas Wow Boys. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try and get a better one. Yeah, um, it's just you look at some of the the things that came out. So like. This is this is a guy who's. I think Eli Manning is is going to be remembered as a good quarterback. Right now, he won two. Is is two Super Bowl MVPs. I think if you look at him now, he's the type. He's seen as a guy who can't. You know, he'd throw a birthday party and he'd get intercepted. <laughs> yeah, but I just they should have got rid of McAdoo. This is weeks ago. This is a guy who's just scorched earthing it. I've got nothing else left. I'll bugger it. I'll just get rid of Eli. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, it keeps the Raiders in the hunt, though, doesn't it? It does. Because Raiders, um, because of who they play, the Raiders still have their qualification and the ability to win the division within their own hands. So both them and the Chargers, I think, um, I don't know if they play each other, but I think they both have the ability to win the division. So they both have their um, their future in their own hands in that way. So the Raiders... They can go on these crazy runs. We saw it last year at the yeah. start of the season. Um, if the Raiders can actually put it all together, the Raiders still have their destiny in their own hands. This now, I know we all pick the Chargers to win that division, but I would say that that now becomes very much a two-horse race after that game. I think next week the Raiders have got the Chiefs, and that's a win because, you know, like everyone else, I, I, threw, a, I threw the Chiefs under the bus weeks ago. That's it. <laughs> That is a massive game. That is a massive game yeah. for both those teams. Chiefs lose that game, they are done. Raiders win that game, then they're that's what three games in a row they've won. Yeah, so um, that's momentum. That is um, that's a very important game next week. And they're giving the ball more to Lynch. And all right, one of one of it was a fifty-one yard touchdown, but I think there's a couple of concerns for me. One is their wide receiving core through injuries and suspension. 
so we've got people coming back this week there um, and then the other one is Jared Cook so he had a bit of a knee looked like a knee injury this week so they kept him they didn't throw the ball to him too much um, he was expected to be their lead receiver both this week and last week after the ejection from the game um, and over the last two weeks he is um, caught for a combined 12 yards which is concerning because he is a real weapon for them and the fact that they cannot find him and he potentially has got a bit of a niggle um, is is a problem I yeah. think and and that could that could come back to to be a problem in tight games tight divisional games but they brought in another tight end didn't they and a guy who sounds like he's an IT consultant from Slough Clive Walford yep and he he got 57 yards and four receptions so Patterson got yards. 97 yards um in a in a week when they had really very few other <laughs> wide receivers the yeah this week the Kansas City Chiefs and then after that they play Dallas you know in Oakland it's a winnable game at home yeah yeah Zeke's back that week uh, I think Think no, no, he's not. Two, no, two week weeks after. One week after. I was going to say, even if Zeke comes back, that's a Zeke who hasn't played for six weeks. No, that won't make any difference. Then the Eagles. That won't make any difference. But if they don't have Zeke, that's a very tough game for the Eagles. Then end it with a game in Los Angeles for the, against the Chargers. Yeah, so that's what I mean. It's, it's that division is now. There's a couple of divisions that are really, really close, and that's another one now. Um, so that's an interesting division, um, and the Raiders will think they can win that division now. Yeah. I think. Yeah, definitely. For the Giants, um, I can't wait for January. <laughs> um, but then, then I don't, because I don't know what what's going to happen next year. A team that could have, may- maybe Marshall comes back, maybe he doesn't, but any team that has Beckham come back, that's a team that's going to improve. Yeah, but well, we will see, we will see. Um, and you saw the difference Beckham made this season. Oh yeah, when he was fit, he... He changes games, but uh, let's 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 move on. Let's move on uh, before we both cry. Eagles ten, Seattle twenty four. Who uh, saw that coming? Not me, but uh, yeah. Wilson twenty of thirty one, two hundred twenty seven yards, three touchdowns, thirty one rushing yards. What Wilson is eighty two and a half percent of Seahawks' offense. Yeah. Which we touched on earlier, maybe two or three weeks ago, we talked about that, didn't we? I, I think this was always a game that the Eagles might lose. Yeah. Because they're still a reasonably inexperienced and naive team. And to go to somewhere like the Seahawks and try and win away is a very difficult thing yeah. to do. Even without some of their defence, they still have a decent team there. They've and. In Seattle, it's never fun, is it? No. no one likes going there. Bobby Wagner, KJ Roy, Byron Maxwell, Frank Clark. They're still going to cause problems, aren't yeah. they? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it was a tight game for most of the game, wasn't it? It was only towards the end, I think, that it sort of started to slip away. Yeah. Um, and Philadelphia have done so well with their run game, and it just hasn't happened, has it? Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, Jai was leading with 35 yards. Yeah. Uh, for Vents, 29 of 45, 348 yards, a touchdown. Uh, he also gave away interception and fumbled twice um, as well. Um, well that's, that's more about the defence than the offence, yeah. I think. And, and as like well, Paul said, you know, look, they, they, the Wentz ran for, for 30 yards and six attempts, Ajay, 35 yards and nine attempts. They've built, they don't have superstar wide receivers, I don't think. They've got Aguilar and Jeffrey. Jeffrey's a better player than Aguilar. Aguilar had the better game. Yeah. Seven receptions, 141 yards and a touchdown. So Aguilar had the better game and he does have these big games sometimes but I think Jeffrey's a better player. But it's been built on a really superb running game. And, and a running game in the last three or four weeks by committee since they, since they signed a Joey and that's what they couldn't get going. And the thing is this is what the Seahawks do to people. This is what the Panthers do to people. This is sometimes what the Eagles do to people. Is they close up the running game and then go, Strangle. we know you're going to throw the ball. Yeah. And then their cornerbacks come into play. And then the Seahawks have some of the best cornerbacks in the league. And then you go, right, now it's fun time, Frankie. We're going to have some fun. So this is 
it's just what they do to teams. Yeah. And if they get on top and they get on top early, then they can really strangle teams. Um, so I think I think that's roughly what it was. The Seahawks. So although it was reasonably close, it was a one-score game at half time. It was ten to three. The Seahawks were ten points up to start yeah. with. And that, although it was close, it allowed them to play the game on their rules and yeah. their terms, and that's a difficult thing to do for any team in Seattle. No, definitely. Um, who, okay, um, Wilson, how many fourth quarter touchdowns do you think he's uh, created this season? Nine, six, fifteen. Jesus, that's the joint most in a season uh, of any. Uh, Any time equaling Eli in 2011. Um, there you go. Um, what did Eli do in 2011? They won the Super Bowl. Um, there's so many of these stats out there, isn't there? Oh, yeah, yeah. That year they won the Super Bowl. There's yeah. about 20 of them it flying depends, around. Yeah, it depends. Uh, in the, the law come, come into play uh, in. <laughs> important for the Seahawks. Yeah. Keeps them very close to the Rams in the division, and it helps whoever doesn't win that division in the wild oh, yeah. card situation. So. Important result for the Seahawks. I don't think it really poses too many things about the Eagles, although it will put a little bit of doubt in their mind come the playoffs because yeah. those two teams could meet. But they definitely the Rams next week. The Eagles. Yes, uh, that's a, that's but that's a completely different game. That's what I like to call a ding dong game. There's going to be a lot of points in that game. Potentially, um, I think that will be maybe twenty five to. 21 or 18 I think that will be quite a close game it could be a one score game um, but they are not as aggressive in defence as the Seahawks and the Rams follow that up the week after with the Seahawks but I think if you take the, if you look at the struggles the Eagles have had against a quality defence and you take a team with Aaron Donald Alec Ogletree they could struggle but I'm not sure the Rams defend the pass quite as well as the Seahawks no so one no, and that's that's my point. So, well, Jacksonville, uh, quite good at defending the pass. As the well. best, the best. They play Seattle next week. Yeah, that'll be interesting. That's going to be a low score, isn't it? Um, uh, yeah, that'll be Bortles time. But um, time man, man of the year, of the year. <laughs> <laughs> time man of the year. Yeah, um, I, I, I want to be there when Griff listens to this podcast <laughs> to see him. <laughs> I would love to see his face when we talk about Blake Balls winning Time Man of the Year. <laughs> Just watch him run like fingernails yeah. down a blackboard. <laughs> MVP Blake Bortles. Um, for the Eagles, uh, ill discipline as well. They gifted four first downs uh, away by penalty. So, um, you know, and um, as well, uh, uh, Doug Pedersen, the co- um, yeah. he didn't challenge. Um, on the um, the uh, fi- one of the final drives that Wilson scored, and um, uh, didn't want to didn't want to use his challenge flag when Wilson uh, did a forward pass beyond the line, and uh, yeah, should have because in that play they scored their final touchdown. So um, yeah, but let's move, let's move on. Um, uh, Pittsburgh twenty three, Bengals twenty. Um, they tease you this Steelers team they do don't they because you can say about them playing down and them just getting it done and you know how professional that is and you know all those kind of things but it does worry you that when they come against a really great team such as the Patriots in the championship game they get blown off the pitch yeah that really concerns me that you put them against a great defence and all of a sudden, those weapons get nullified, and um, and there's a problem. So, I'm a, I like the Steelers. I've got them high up in my in my power rankings. I think I've got them. Um, I think I've got them fourth. I've got them third. Yeah, you've got them third. Um, what about the other guys? Can you see any of the other guys? Um, I'll just get them up here now. Um, because they are an experienced team, and we've we've touched on it. The spine of that team is just superb, and they've added some great players, such as TJ Watt, to that team this year. So they have developed that team. Um, you got Griff got them seventh, seventh. Wow! But um, we'll get that's a strange. Where did you get that from? I don't know. But yeah, um, if you were here, I'd love to hear how you've managed to decide the Steelers are seventh in the power. Paul's rankings. got them third. Right, you got them third. Yeah, and. Um, 
I'm just looking what uh, Jim has done because uh, so I've got them all. I know that Chase had them in thirtieth, but you know this is Chase. Yeah. Well, he, he, he had the Browns he, first. I oh, know. He, look, he looks at a team and he goes, "Don't like that kid. Oh, has Not gangster yeah. enough for me. Hasn't got Kenny Britt. Um, he Jim had them third as well. Yeah. Okay. So, so I mean, they're, they're they're up there, but yeah, I do worry. I. I sort of always think they're playing down, as you say. But it's going to come to a point where, actually, are they they playing down or are they just not good enough this season? And I do worry that, yeah, that might be the case. But uh, for all the the, um, the offensive uh, uh, stats that we've got, so Ben got 290 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, Bell got 76 rushing yards and 106 receiving. Round got 101 yards. It's not really the main takeaway from this game. Um, uh, basically, Shazir, Ryan Shazir, um, spinal contusion. Uh, so he's he left the game, but huge concern for him. Um, and then the other big point was uh, Juju. Juju. What was he doing? Like the the hit. So that was a block, and actually the block was on the borderline of what yeah. was acceptable. He led with the helmet. That was the problem. That was the only problem with that hit. I wasn't massively disappointed. The fact that there's a guy who's pretty much unconscious on the field, and you're dancing over his head. Yeah. That's the problem, and 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 you know, Mike Tomlin said the same thing. It was it was his his actions after the hit that were the bigger problem, not the hit, because actually, you know, I played rugby for a long time, and um, you know, you can you you could really do some damage on a rugby field. But at the end of the day, you didn't really want anyone to get seriously hurt, and you wanted to have a beer with them at the end yeah. of the match. And I think most of the time, apart from when you get the individual spats, NFL is played in a very similar way. People want. You know, they play it hard, but once the game's done, it's done. Um, so to see somebody, you know, over a, over a player that's clearly on the verge of being knocked out dancing over them yeah. um, took it a little bit too far, didn't it? I saw this, so he led with his helmet, then acted like a helmet. Yeah. That's probably the most intelligent thing you've said all night. Um, I mean, I no, one, no one likes Fonte's perfect, um, but, yeah... Um, there's some people saying, you know, um, enjoying the fact that he got hurt, but that's that's not right. But um, yeah, but, but uh, Juju is out. He's yeah. been suspended for yeah. a game. So Gronk and Juju both suspended for one yeah. game. Yeah. Did you see that Talib and Crabtree's been reduced to one game, game? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah they just had a bit of a fight. Juju and Gronk were just they're malicious acts. Yeah, um, I think I think they're uh, that is. It's caused quite a Twitter storm. There's a lot of um, people with differing opinions out there yeah. about about what is right or what isn't right. There seems to be some consensus that the two acts are not um, have not been fairly dealt with, and most people believe that um, the fact that Gronk hit from behind um, against a player who was on the floor versus a player who it was a block, he blocked incorrectly, and he hit him with a helmet to the head. Which isn't right, but and the way he acted wasn't right. But the two things were they were different in their motives. Yeah. And that's the difference in it. Because Gronk was physically trying to hurt somebody who he felt wronged by, whereas um Juju was still making a footballing act in a live play. There is a very big difference and that's what people are a bit frustrated about and that's when it comes down to the fact that the Patriots seem to get this different yeah. different way of um, of playing the game, different way of managing the rule. Gronk actually appealed He's, and it's come out tonight that he failed with his appeal um, but he did appeal his his suspension. This is, well, I mean, words, it's bad the, it's the, bad radio here but that was, that was, that was speechless. Um, in the words of Belichick himself, you know, praise Lord Belichick. That's bullshit. Yeah. So, yeah. But I know we're talking about the Steelers, because um, we can't really talk about the Bengals very much. Because Two touchdowns from AJ Green, uh, 77 yards. AJ Green is the main thing what on What would offense. they be without AJ Green? Um, the Browns. Browns. Yeah. <laughs> the helmets are almost similar. So, um, the same colours, but obviously the Bengals is a bit cooler. 
Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, they could be the Browns, actually. You know, if, they, if they've got a, a rookie in for Andy Dalton and got rid of AJ Green, they could be the Browns in the future. Mm. It's one to watch. Well, it's one to see if they trade up to take away the Browns. Uh, but yeah, that's, that game meant nothing. The Bengals aren't going to get into the no. playoffs. The Steelers quite clearly are in the playoffs. So um, yeah, it's a game that didn't tell us anything. It's yeah. a game, you know. We we just we need. To, I want to see the Steelers against someone good. When do they play someone good? They play the Ravens next week. That might be quite good. Let's see the Steelers try and beat that Ravens defense. Then the Patriots. Um, Texans. So the next two weeks, then will tell us more about the Steelers than we've learned all season, and then they play the Browns at the end. Yeah, yeah. So they play the Browns in Pittsburgh. So um, that's, that's where you'll see backups like that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But but so that means the next two weeks are key for this Steelers team to see how they can play up versus teams as well. So I'm quite excited yeah. to see what happens in the next. Two yeah, weeks. I agree. So Paul, why is the Steelers significant? <laughs> well, I think that's a very good question. So let me just. Uh, Yes, it is on my arm, the Steelers. I think that's significant because it shows that that's a team that's just grinding out results. Let's, and yeah, uh, let's, let's, um, let's, let's open up the question. What's your significant result, Paul? I'm going to go with the Steelers. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, in, in, all, in all seriousness, for, for me, it's, it's the Raiders at the Giants. Okay. The Raiders are a team that are building confidence. They had a lot of players out, and they still managed to grind out a result. Okay, against a crap Giants team, but that's significant because the Giants are failing. The Raiders are building confidence. I guess it's significant for the Giants as they it lost them their manager, their their, their job. Um, two men lost their job, Reese and McAdoo. I'm not just on that, but you know, it's the, it was the nail in the coffin. Uh, Gilo, uh, results for you. So, um, I think there's a couple. It's quite hard to, to, to pick, actually, on this side of the draw. Um, so, I think the Seahawks beating the Eagles, you've got to say that's significant. Um, Eagles hadn't lost for nine games. Um, and that's a big win for the Seahawks. Keeps them close enough to the Rams. Um, but then, um, the other one I would have gone for, as Paul said, is, um, is the Raiders. But then I think there's a little one out there in the background which has gone a little bit under the radar and that's the fact that they reckon Rodgers could be back within two weeks Yes. so the Packers winning this week means that actually there's a potential for them to still be in the playoff picture and Aaron Rodgers come back so that could also be significant so I think in the second half of the show there's been a few um, a few different results that are quite interesting for me it's um, the fact that Blake Bowles is time man of the year so well done to him um, I think Can you um, mock that up on Photoshop for the uh, for the Twitter account, John. I will because I've I've already mocked. Um, I've already created the Eric Eborn Participation Award uh, in a <laughs> in preparation in, for most in clip art. It's not. It's not even in clip art. It's be. It's beyond bad. <laughs> um, Handwritten. <laughs> It, okay. it, no, it could it could, only, it could only be worse if I made it in crayon. Um, but yeah, uh, Jags uh, in that division, I think um, it's really quite uh, interesting, that one. So um, I'd love to see how it's going to end, and I think it will end in week 17 when the Jags beat the, tit- the Tetons. Uh, I think the only other thing I'd say with the Rams, you know, I've always said they're my pick for the Super Bowl. <laughs> Um, we're coming on to that next so. well they're 9-3 and three and they're guaranteed their first winning season since 2003 that's significant yep. um, any like, big plays for you memorable plays from the whole the whole run I'm going to you know Tariq Cohen's punt return was Cohen's. unreal wasn't I'm it I'm going to go with another return and that was uh, Switzer the Cowboys which was uh, lo- a lovely return uh, big play I think sometimes when it's the Thursday night game you kind of always forget, forget about, about them so, so for me it was a two part two part series so it was uh, <laughs> Cohen's on. return um, you didn't know where I was going did you I thought you were going to go for Gronk and Juju <laughs> no 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 um, Cohen's return for the for the Bears yep and then uh, Bobby Gould going down the other end and yep. sticking it down their throats with a Niners win so 
yeah, I've got to go with that. With the most enjoyable moment of my of my week. So I I will say that was yeah for Niners fan that was great. I, I will also say for for myself um, as a neutral now because uh, it's hard to pay much attention to the to the Giants. Um, Peter's losing his head was was quite funny. It was it, it was hilarious. And then yeah, um, not really knowing what was going on and coming back about socks was just weird. <laughs> but yeah, great. Um, so. Um, We've done muck could do about nothing. So let's uh, move on. Super Bowl picks. Last week, Mike asked us to pick our picks for the Super Bowl. So and this week, he's not turned up. So, so he sent me his. So we'll leave with Mike's. Gives you an extra minute to uh, think of your own. And as well, also, we can mock Mike. So he went for the Jags, right? With Bortles leading the way. No, he's gone Saints beating Steelers. Thirty-one twenty-seven in the in the uh, Super Bowl final. Um, um, I mean, Saints. I think um, I possibly uh, uh, you know you're doing really well. Steelers. I'm not sure myself. I just I can't see him beating the Pats myself. Uh, um, for uh, yourself, fourth and inches. So I've said it from the beginning, I think the Patriots are going to win the Super Bowl. So I, I know in all seriousness, taking away all of the usual bravado, I went for Patriots 24, Vikings 21. Uh, yourself, Gilo? I'm still, I'm still really deciding at this moment. Um, so I'm going to go against everything I believed in up till this point and although they lost this week I'm going to say that the Eagles make the Super Bowl and that they beat the Steelers well throughout this I've been debating about it and I think I mean like oh it's a really open season uh, you know lots of teams can win it and so because of that I'm going to go with the Pats um and I think they're going to beat the Rams by 10 points in the Super Bowl. Um, and uh, from that, uh, we then get to see Steve knows so, his so mind. So what we'll do is we'll put up a poll and see um, see how those decisions have gone down. So we've obviously got the Patriots, um, the Saints, and uh, the... Who did I go for in the end, John? Steelers. No, you went Eagles. I went Eagles, so I've gone Eagles. Um, see, I'm still deciding so much that I can't even remember. Um, but we'll put that poll up. And we'll give you a week or so to, to have a vote on that on Twitter, and we'll see. Uh, yeah, we'll come see, back to this see next. which of you, which of us you you, you agree with. Obviously, um, we know that Griff talks a lot of rubbish because um, <laughs> he's not here. So, so it's just you know how much can we abuse him whilst he's not here? Um, so, um, if anyone's wondering, um, Steve Chase uh, has given his pick. He went with the Tetons. Beating the Bucks by seventy points. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, he went with them. Uh, On that note, <laughs> um, yeah, Mariota to win uh, MVP as well in the final. Really weird. Um, Much better than Wilson. Yeah. Well, that's it. We'll put it to a super, we'll put it to a Twitter poll, and uh, we'll see if you guys agree with us. Um, on that note, should we uh, should we take a knee? It's, it's been mid- a long night. It's midnight. Uh, I've still got a lunch on the home. Um, but we'll, uh, we'll see you next week. Uh, hopefully, uh, Griff will be back with us uh, then. But as well, just say a happy anniversary to him and Caroline, um, who gave me a, a lovely spatcock chicken this Sunday, which made l- the Giants losing a little bit easier. Um and for any American listeners, that that spatchcock. It's a flattened chicken. What you do is you get a chicken and you run it over and uh then you cook it. It's great. Um But yeah, uh it's uh I'll well, I'll give it again. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't do it too badly this week and then you no. just chuck one in there right at the end. Um we are on Twitter at Belichick's World. We are have our website www.billbelichicksworld.com, which will be putting up our power rankings. So um, let us know if you agree with them. Um, if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please give us a 
uh, a decent review, a five-star review, and um, we'll give you a shout-out. Don't even just, don't have to say anything, just say following instructions. Um, you can like the stuff we do on Twitter. And you can like the stuff we do on Twitter. Get, yeah, get, feel, uh, you know, we'd love to uh, get to uh, uh, start conver- conversing more with everyone. And if you're someone new to it, you know, like Stephen Anderson's mum. Yeah. I'll talk about you on the podcast. Yeah. Exactly. Um, we, we have a Patreon, which we have never really advertised, but because um, I, I haven't really created an, anything to offer with it. But we do have a Patreon, should you be interested, um, uh, which is you can find at Bill Belichick's World if you search on Patreon. Because um, yeah, it's costing me like 15 quid just in sweets a week. <laughs> yeah. So. I've, I've provided fruit this week, which only I ate. The berries were beautiful. They look beautiful. But they look great. They weren't, they weren't Yorkie buttons. I'm sorry. Uh, or aero, uh, aero bubbles. But, but um, other chocolates are available. Other chocolates, other chocolates are available. Are available. Uh, but um, yeah, we, as I say, uh, check out our website, our Twitter. We're also on Facebook at Bill Belichick's World Podcast. Um, uh, but yeah, until then, uh, whatever the result and uh, whatever Gronk does, it's Bill Belichick's world. We just live in it. So until then, until next week, we'll see you then. Have a good week. And uh, yeah, see you next week. Uh, Tuesday, Wednesday. Okay, bye.